On February 7th, New York City FC midfielder Alex Ring was named captain of the first team, replacing the departed David Villa, who uh, captained the expansion side in its first four years. Ring is entering his third season with the club. He has started in 58 of his 59 appearances, two goals, four assists, and was a 2018 MLS All-Star, starting in the midfield against Juventus last summer. Joining us now on the Soccer City Spotlight, Alex Ring. Alex, uh, thanks for coming on, and congratulations on the honor. That's great stuff. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. A and you've worn the, the captain's armband on various occasions in Via's absence. What does it mean, though, to you now to have that permanent captaincy? Yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, I'm very proud and honored that uh, that the coach has chosen me, and I'm I'm the guy to succeed uh, someone like Avi. Been able to follow him for the last two years the way he he uh, led the team and his leadership skills. So uh, yeah, first first and foremost, proud of course. What what kind of things stood out about his leadership that you might have uh, drawn from? Yeah, I mean, just his everyday, everyday attitude on the training pitch, um, giving giving it always his uh, his all. Hated to lose, lose in practice. I think those are those are things that we we always shared, shared with one another. And uh, yeah, I think that's you have to lead by example. You know, you can always talk the talk, but you gotta walk it too. You know. Yeah. Well, I think you define the uh, prototypical hate-to-lose kind of player. That seems to be a big part of your personality. Yeah, I hate losing in card games to my wife, I think. <laughs> Just <laughs> something uh, I would never lose on purpose against my kids either. Hey, Domi Toron, your head coach, called you the perfect professional when it was announced that uh, you'd be the captain. Wh what does that mean to you? What, what, is, what is the perfect professional? What is a professional to you? Uh, <laughs> Uh, showing up to work every day, ready, ready to work. You know, um, living your life somewhat as a professional off the field. It's not like I don't enjoy my life outside, and I like to eat nice and have a drink so now and now and then. But of course, uh, your primary job is to take care of your body and um, yeah, just be focused in uh, with your mindset on on your job, which is in my case playing soccer. So, Alex, I, I remember one of the first times we met, it was your first year, 2017, and we were talking outside the locker room in Sandy, Utah, uh, after a pretty uninspiring loss to Real Salt Lake. And, and I guess I would describe you as, uh, as someone with contained anger. And you said something to me, and it was just your 11th game that uh, you don't really say a lot, but when you do speak, you want your teammates to listen. I, I feel like that was one of those games. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, my my leadership skills. I'm not, I'm not gonna be talking all the time. Uh, you know, I like to lead by example. Uh, of course, now now it's gonna require more of that. But uh, yeah, I think it's just something. Um, I don't know. My dad, my dad taught me that you don't always uh, need to say say too much, and but once you do, everyone listens and respects you for your opinion. You know. But that you're, and you kind of alluded to it, you're in the official role of captain now. Do you think you're in a position to be a little more vocal, to be maybe less tolerant of a poor effort? Because that seems to me the, the, the times that you've been uh, a bit frustrated uh, is when maybe you feel like your teammates didn't put in a good effort. But do you think you can like step forward a little bit more now that you're in that permanent capacity? Uh, I would say, in, uh, you know, inside the locker room, 
before you guys get in, I would say it in front of the team as well. If I felt if I felt like that, um, and it's always a team effort, you know. I, I include myself in in these uh, in these situations as well because we win and uh, lose as a team. But if I felt like the effort wasn't enough, um, yeah, I would say that in front of in front of the team. Um, but that's before you guys show up in the locker room, and that's those are things that will stay in the locker room and stuff that you you won't see. We, we see you have uh, Domi Tarange, your head coach, with his first full preseason, Alex, and we're with Alex Ring on the Soccer City Spotlight. Uh, at times last season, it seemed like maybe a bit disjointed. I don't know if you felt the same way. Even Domi, after some games, w- would say, I'm not sure if the players understand everything I'm asking for. Do you feel like the team is more in sync with Dome and his system and his desires here in preseason? I mean, I said it all year. It's hard to come in mid-season. Um, every coach has his own uh, own way of playing, his own idea, um, which wasn't too too much uh, different from what Patrick Patrick uh, had back then. And I think now, um, especially in preseason, uh, we're doing uh, stuff tactically, and Dom is Dom is making it clear what he what he wants from his players. Everyone knows knows what their job is, and I think that's going to benefit us in the season. So you think like players are a little bit more clear about their role now that he's had this time? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, like I said, it, these things take time and it's really hard to do them mid-season when you're playing week in, week out, sometimes two, three games in a week uh, where where we might not even, you know, go on the training pitch, uh, just try to recover and get ready for the next game. So uh, I, I said this last year and... Uh, I thought it, it was a big factor that it's always different to have a whole preseason with your team uh, before you start the season. There's small nuances that are always different. Um, every coach has a, has a different uh, approach to the game, and uh, it's just about um, yeah doing it out on the field, you know. Well, let's let's look at this year's team, and and I want to start with the most recent acquisition, the Romanian forward Alexandru Mitritza and we got a glimpse of him in the final scrimmage in uh, Abu Dhabi the uh, fantastic goal he scored in the 1-1 draw with AIK uh, you've trained with him and now you've played a match with him uh, what are your impressions yeah he's a really nice guy uh, a bit uh, calm shy maybe like I was when I came <laughs> but uh, yeah I think you can see his quality of course uh, it's gonna take time for him to get to know us and for us to get to know him, uh, obviously. But uh, I think, yeah, all, all in his first scrimmage is always a, a good sign. And you saw glimpses of his quality in the game as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, you shouldn't expect wonders from him in the first few games because it's all about getting to know the way we want to play, the way the way our, his teammates play. And uh, I think... We can know better than maybe in June, July, when he's had some games under his belt. You know, at, at, you're looking at that scrimmage, and we know it's still early, but it, it appears that the club is going with no true central striker, and we saw a lot of mobility. But, uh, there's talk of the false nine. Is this part of the tactical things that uh, you're really uh, going over and, and focusing on, uh, the attacking side uh, in, in preseason with Dome? We've been uh, going about it like last uh, last year to transfer politics within the club. I yeah, have to speak with Norman with uh, Claudio. I don't know if they're going to try to bring someone in or not. Uh, 
if not i i'm not concerned i think uh, you look look at the quality in our our team i think we've gained more to last year again um of course you can't uh, replace david i mean we don't need a we don't need to talk about it but it's i think it's a good opportunity for other other players to step up and uh, whether whether or not we we're going to be active on the transfer market that's something i'm not involved in at the moment so yeah. you got to ask them. well it is 15 goals lost from via and and any other part and i'm just wondering now that you're you know you're at the forefront of the club as captain uh, losing such a football icon, do you think that diminishes things at all? Like the appeal worldwide. One of the things we've found out from these radio broadcasts is that uh, there are listeners from over 80 countries. I imagine a few in Finland to see what uh, Alex Ring is doing. But what do you think about that? I, Like I said, I can only evaluate the impact uh, that it has on us as a team. Of course, um, for the club, losing someone like David... Uh, just if you surely put it on uh, merchandise and uh, and market value, it's understandable. But um, I think supporters support us for the club. And they should be excited about our team this year. Yeah, like I said, I don't like to talk too much. I've I've told you this probably before. Uh, I don't want to talk too much uh, beforehand. We just want to show it on the pitch uh, and get the people excited to come to our games. How's Jonathan Lewis doing? He got his first taste of the U.S. men's national team in camp. Do you sense that Jonathan Lewis is ready to take uh, another step? Yeah, I mean, uh, ultimately it's up to him. Uh, he has the talent, no question about it. Um, it's it's all uh, about your mindset at the end of the day. You know, if he's ready to put in the work, um, be smart, put in the work, be humble, then I, I don't see why, why he, he couldn't help us. He, you've seen it. And uh, the past two years, when he when he gets his chance, um, he he can cause a lot of trouble. He just has to get his chance more often, and that requires hard work and dedication. You know, all these little things that come together. He's in a good place right now, and uh, I'll do every anything I can to support him. And it seems NYCFC. Uh, is is being more inclusive with younger players, with academy players. You look at the midfield. You're you're surrounded by uh, a number of youngsters. You got Keaton Parks, he's 21. Juan Pablo Torres is 19. Justin Hack, the homegrown, is 17. How uh, how are they fitting in? It means a lot to you because they're you're kind of uh, sitting right in behind them, uh, guiding them at the same time. Yeah, I mean the boys are boys are doing uh, really well, working hard, um, trying to absorb anything they can. Um, Juan Pablo and um, kids you can see that they've played abroad you know they're a bit further than kids usually at that age that have played only in america um i think it's exciting uh, i think it's a new way many clubs are approaching mls i mean atlanta success uh when you see they didn't have any big names coming here at the later stages of their career i think it's a general direction mls teams are taking uh, at the moment which will only benefit the league. When you say Parks and Torres are ahead because of their experience in Europe, what are what are the specific things that you notice where yeah, they I mean, are? I know myself. You know the the culture there is different. Uh, it's way more brutal. Um, you might get one shot, and that's it. And just uh, yeah, the general professionalism, which is different because kids here go to college you know it's it's not like in europe when you 
16, 17, you join the first team. Uh, it's completely different. It's like being thrown thrown in the deep end of the pool and seeing if you can swim or not. Alex, uh, one final question. Captain of the first team, things happen along the way during a long season, we know, but will you deem success this year lifting a trophy and nothing short of that? What do you think? Anything short of that is failure for me because uh, uh, only only winning the trophy is a successful season. Alex, thank you so much, man, and uh, congratulations no again on the captaincy. That's New thank York City you. captain Alex Ring for the Soccer City Spotlight. This is Glenn Crooks.